All right, what's up, guys? Welcome to Sunday Night Bingo. We're back. Um, and luckily, you're not with me this week because the OG of Sunday Night Bingo, the glue of the team, hey. the MVP. Hey. MVP's up for debate. We'll figure that out. But <laughs> yeah. Celeste Cole, back in the building. Let's go. Snap, 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 oh, snap, so much snap, love. Snap, Everyone, I'm so happy to be back. Shawnee, thanks for holding it down. I listened to those episodes, and as people are saying, your voice is proper. Mm-hmm. We should really consider you having as a staple on the podcast. Agreed. But, um, or like a sex line. Yeah, that's what we're yeah. saying. It was like a very white yeah. type of compliment. Which is like a new side hustle. But a compliment nonetheless. How's <laughs> everybody doing? All good, the side good. hustles to like toe pictures and sex voices. Oh my God. Selling, selling my panties. Selling Definitely panties. Toe Used panties. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, okay, so you guys are doing this intro. Hi, my name's Celeste. Hi, my name's Maya. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, it's Micah. Hi, it's Emily. How's everyone doing? Everyone's good? Oh, have a good yeah. week. We have, it's been a hiatus for like the past two weeks, really. Or well, just last you, week, sorry. Week. Yeah. For oh, me. Yeah, yeah. So I do want to speak like a little bit, um, maybe a couple seconds about where I was. So I was up north in Wapakika um, at one of the indigenous reserves. And okay, so I was up there teaching photography to the youth, um, the community. It's... It's like very intense up there in terms of um, the exposure, the community, what's going on. But what I wanted to say is that um, like stuff like this, like what we're doing is really important because it speaks to like the culture and like why people like really deserve the right to do what they want to do. Like straight up. Yeah. Just being Mm -hmm. able to like do this is like a privilege and talk about things that we want to talk about and be exposed. Um, Mm -hmm. If they're very isolated up there. And that's what really hit me is that they're super isolated and like I was just thinking about how I'm really lucky and like one of the big things I want to be able to do is to go back there mm-hmm. um, and reteach the program and like really engage the youth again but it just made me think about like they should be able to do stuff like this they yeah. should be mm-hmm. able to have this like you know right um, and it's really crazy because it's just like up in Ontario like up north it's the same province yeah it's not yeah. even that far but yeah. it um, is like a different world yeah absolutely yeah so if you have a chance and you just want to do some research just type in like Wapakika um, up, like in Google and just check out what's or going or just there. also do your research on indigenous histories yeah. um, especially in this country of ours because they will reveal a lot about the foundations of this country and um, the things that we don't see because people are isolated in different parts of this province and in this country as a whole. So, yeah, read. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't speak to it a little bit more, but um, I think there's a time and place to, like, talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so I do have, like, a little thing I want to talk about to intro the podcast today. And basically, I was looking up me music again, as I always do, um, and I'm thinking, like, early 2000s. There's like some dope ass music. Yes! Yeah. So yes. two things happened. The first thing was I was like looking up the um, Rock the Boat video with mm-hmm. a, with Aaliyah and like yeah. there's a nipple slip in that video and like that no one talks about noticed. it. Did you notice it? Of course I noticed it. Okay. What? Y'all know I at love Baby time? Girl. At the time or now? Well, now because I'm like digging her up oh, and okay, I'm just okay. like, you know, like taking Dry her dip- digging oh, her up. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. Do not do that. That's what we're not going to do. Okay, all my Aaliyah people out there, you know, I'm not talking baby girl. No disrespect. She's resting peacefully. But, you know, I'm just taking in the I'm taking in the albums that are available. Okay, wait, when when where is the snipple slip? It's in the middle of the video. Oh, well, it's two. 
It's in the middle of the video when they're dancing on the boat. Okay. And, um, well, it's two scenes. Like, the scenes are separated, right. but, like, her nipple is in both of the scenes. Oh, so it's accidental. Yeah, I don't think it was, like, okay, intentional. Okay, so we should maybe look it was at it intentional. Because, oh, okay. Maybe. But whatever. Either yeah, way. Yeah, I don't like, know. <laughs> Ahead sure. of her time, I don't know. I feel like she would have caught <laughs> that. Because she was very, like, specific about her work, too, yeah, right? Yeah, So. Okay, wait. What kind of nipple slip? Is it, like, her bikini has shifted to the left and nipples just out? Or yeah. it's see-through? It's, you can see yeah, her nipples. Her, like, or both. Yeah. Her nipple is out. Her top has shifted to the side, and she's dancing, and her nipple is okay, there. Okay, so she didn't know. Oh, yeah, oh. it just happened. Editing. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting because I'm just thinking like this music play, this music video played like over and over again, and I'm just thinking with the censorship. Like I have, like I tried to research it, and like no one really talked about it. There's like forums from like 20 or 10 years ago. Yeah, um, well, you know, people can't handle women's nipples. Men's yeah, nipples all day. It's okay. totally fine. But women's nipples. I know. Oh, my God. I can manage Adam Levine's nipples. But yeah. yet. The nerve. I can't. Um, but Cardi me started. B, just because I can't stop talking about her because I love her so much. What's Cardi B really just. Well, in her video, yeah. Money. All like nipples, nipples, all the nipples on full blast. Yes. And it's like, look, no one died. Yeah. Yeah. Real yeah. talk. Yeah. It's outrageous. Yeah. But no one got hurt. We all safe. We all so we're all good. Out here. Okay, justice so the, for Janet, though. Because, honestly, yeah, honestly, yeah. yeah. I love my girl Janet. But is there justice for no, Janet? Absolutely no, absolutely. She still has not received justice. Yeah, and no. I was rewatching. They gave her a residency, but like everyone's getting a residency these you days. Know it the doesn't even about seem that? special. Do you want to know the audacity and the disrespect about that? It's because Britney Spears dropped out, so they were like, so <gasps> literally, Janet's on the same stage that Britney would have been on. Mm. I don't like that. That's why it's called like a weird name, like metamorphosis. Oh. Janet had no time to prepare. I'm writing a letter. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> honestly, writing le- letters will do something. It really like, will. Write the letters. Yes. You should, like, call your MP. Yeah. Like, do all that. Yes. Because sometimes it makes a difference. And if anything, it'll make you feel like <laughs> you release that energy. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, second thing was um, looking up old music again. I looked, I, okay, I saw a song that I forgot about that I really liked that I'm questioning what it's about is that LL Cool J and J Lo song "All I Have." Oh have. my gosh! Oh, oh no! no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, wait, you you made my heart. You made my heart. You made my heart pounce because you did that wrong. You should have said J Lo and LL Cool J. I thought you were saying LL Cool J and J Lo because they have the song uh. called "Control Myself." Bitch. Is that hype track? No, control. I was like, remember she was like, Uno, Dos, Tres, Movete. The club was hot and empty. It was crowded. I don't even know the song. Yo, it was so oh, hot. I control myself. Oh my god, guys. Okay, we'll listen to it after. It was okay. so good. Zin, this is a J Lo featuring. It's like an old school hip hop vibe. Yeah. With like the new J Lo. Like it's a really bomb song. It's a Why didn't it pop off? Why didn't it pop off? It's LL featuring J Lo, but. Sorry, I, I fucked you, that yes. up. I fucked it up. My bad. Okay. But really, so do you don't like that other song, the All I Have song? I well, love that song. Well, she performed it live a couple months ago, and I okay, was tired. Okay, so I'm so. watching the music video, <laughs> and I'm, like, just looking at all, like, J- um, LL Cool J's mannerisms and how, like, he's, like, irritated with her, like, with what she's singing about. And I'm just like, yo, how did I jam to this song but, like, not really take in what the song is about? And he's like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of the lyrics. Okay. 
Is well, she's not trusting him for a good reason. Yeah. But you know, sometimes when you call people out on their shit, they're not willing to receive it. But I don't understand what the song is about now because I'm like, she's saying like, all my love is all I have, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, all my pride is all I have. And he's like, pride, pride is, is what, what you, you have, have, baby girl, not what, what you have. have. And I'm yeah, like, so girl, because he's mad. What are he we discuss. <laughs> so the theme of this podcast is men are trash. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. as ding, an ding, extension ding. to that theme. They are. Not not all men, Shanik, and everyone who is not a trash man knows <laughs> no, that, that we're not, not talking about you. But we yeah, are kind definitely of. definitely not but, like, talking about you. We are kind me. of no, talking about you. Ain't nobody like, talking about every, me. No. Everyone is trash a little bit. No, no, so. no. Listen. Like a little bit. Okay, trash. like all people, you mean? Everyone oh, everyone on the earth is yeah. trash in some way. We're yeah, all trash. We're all that like is little the first narcissists, chapter in my but book. like men, like realistically, let's be real, Maya, speak some knowledge. Because like... I'm not talking about my man. My man is not trash. That is why I am with him. But when it comes to men as like in general, trash, that doesn't mean each individual man is trash. Like, I don't know how else to explain this to people. Like it's, I'm not generalizing to all men. I am. They're all trash. Like, but it's just like, it's a general trend. Like, I have receipts for the trash. I have lots of receipts, oh, receipts for the trash. Too. I like, was my... duped last week. But the oh. thing but the thing is as well, I told that person I was duped. So I felt good about it in the second because I was like, ha, I told that man that made me wait until wee hours in the morning on a work night. Yeah, no. But I got no text back. Like, he didn't care. Mm-hmm. Men are trash. Mm-hmm. Well, no, <laughs> that, that doesn't mean he didn't care. No, he... he received the message and then he was like, shit. And then he just didn't Well, I hope. Because it was weird. Let's discuss with y'all after. Men are just mm-hmm. you can't you can't leave people hanging up. They they want to know too. Okay, so here's a here's Cliff a notes. tea. Okay, <laughs> so I want to I wanted to get my freak on right. Right. So I lied to this guy okay. because I wanted. Trash. 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 number one. Let's no, take a count. This is the problem. This is the problem. So I lied I'm to this guy and I was like, hey, so I want to like do it again. And he was like, yeah, okay, that's no problem. Like, we have a good vibe. And I was like, okay, but, like, I'm going to Europe for two months. Because you guys know, no I've, I've, I've said on the podcast, I'm going to have a surgery coming up. And then I also have, I'm going to um, South America to open an H&M down there. So I'm like, I'm going to be, like, gone for two months, essentially, because of surgery blending into that. So I was like, you need to come now. 100%. And we need to work this out. Okay, so that's not really a lie, then. Yeah, so You're I just thought I was going to Europe. Yeah. So he was like, okay. well, okay, I think I can come, like next week so i'm like okay perfect so i do the courtesy like text of like a, a blank message do you guys ever do that no okay i do that all the Wait, time so like message? it's when you just like you send the someone a message so, like, it'll say nothing just so the person's like like oh, no to right. look back at the message like oh. it's like a soft reminder it's a, like a, it's a nudge it's a nudge it's a nudge it's a, it's a poke it's the equivalent of a facebook poke but I'm less creepy I'm yeah no it's great it's, it's, it's giving me great times so anyways, fast forward. Yeah, and he was like, okay, well, I'm on the way. I'm like, okay, great. I'm like, Micah, shove all the clothes under the bed. Take all Rihanna posters down because you need to be as, like, normal as possible. So I'm like, taking all these <laughs> I'm like, flipping no, my closet. I'm putting a sheet over my closet. I'm doing all the most. And then he hits me up with, I knocked on the door and nobody answered. So I left. You didn't knock on the door. I didn't hear anything. So I'm like, you duped me. Uh, like, you, you made me wait around. Do. And you, like, and he's like, well, I don't, I didn't know what to do. A light was on. The light is always on. Like, like I, you could have texted he, me. He, you're outside. The light was on. So he went home? Yeah. You're home. You're right. home, so that's why the light is and on. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so what? I'm supposed to wait yeah, in the but dark? also, we have our phones. Like, message me if you're outside. We I don't understand. Men are trash. It <laughs> was just not, me. except for Jesse, except for Maya's man. And Micah. And well, my man. And Celeste. <laughs> and Celeste's like, man. See? But the thing is, is that that's and the Shana. whole point. But in oh, general, yeah, men are trash. <laughs> I already 
already clarified that as soon as he was shaking his head. I was like, Shanik, we're not talking about you. But you should know as a trash man that we're not talking about you. (laughs) As a trash man. I don't know. I feel like all kind of negates what you're saying there. How? When you say all? Shanik feels kind of like how you were saying Brampton last week. Oh, yeah. Don't get us started on the Brampton waste. Brampton was happy. Don't don't start with that. Speaking of of trash men and JLo, what's going on? Someone tell me about what's happening here. Okay, 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 okay. Just before Em breaks it down, Mm -hmm. I predicted that they would get engaged like a few episodes ago. So everyone needs to. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. My other prophet. Go ahead, Em. Yeah, I. Okay, so that was it. They got engaged. Uh, they got engaged, was it a few days ago? Let's say like three days ago. And they put all these posts on Instagram with this rock, this rock. beautiful rock, which Wendy Williams pointed out is very similar to another ring she received. Who, she's received about five engagement oh, rings in her lifetime. But anyway. So did she keep anyways, them? Sorry, sorry. I wonder that too. I wonder that too. We should do some research. Anywho, though, the related tea is that Afterwards, Jose Canseco, who everyone knows is a known snitch about like everything, <laughs> he says that A Rod is cheating on J Lo with his ex wife. I'm tired. So, <laughs> right? So, firstly, I'm like, Jose Canseco, firstly, who are you? Sit down. No one cares about you. He's Anyways. He's getting chucks, though, so he can stand up. He's getting chucks. Chucks like, from where? Chucks from where? Dancing with the walk. stars? No, he has chucks. He has- Baseball players get paid. A Rod or, or Jose Canseco? Both, but Jose, Jose Canseco, as he retired long, he got he got yeah, kicked out a long time ago. Yeah, but how much baseball players get paid? Um, fair, but a he lot. he he does like celebrity boxing matches for money. He's not making he's not bringing in the coin he used to. He's like that's in desperation. Why, that's why he is the way he is. Yeah, because, that's why. That's yeah. why. Oh, that's okay. his problem. Oh, he's see, not. See, he, he's 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 messy. He doesn't have the coin he used to. That's mm-hmm. that's he's why messy. he's doing this to stay relevant. Right. Like he does his celebrity boxing matches for like fifteen thousand dollars. It's not like. It's, he's not making A-Rod money. But anyways, what do we think? Does it even matter? Do we care? Do we think it's true? Because it is a proven fact that they do know each other. And I think A-Rod did say that they have slept together. But the timeline is questionable. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, wait. Sorry. Can I pause for a second? Who's... Don't um, say he was A Rod. I can't with you. No, no. Okay. <laughs> I learned who A Rod was a couple episodes ago, so okay. I'm in. No. <laughs> you googled him. But sorry, who? Okay, so you're saying that J- uh, A Rod is sleeping with whose ex? His own's ex? No, or yeah, Jose Canseco's ex-wife. Oh, okay. Jessica yeah. something. Yes. Oh, let's see. So Jose, can, do you know who that is? Jose Canseco. No, I'm gonna look it up. Okay. Though. Okay. Former baseball player as yeah. well, and he uh, got kicked, basically got kicked out for doping, and then snitched on everyone else who was also doping. So that's why he's a known snitch. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this. Right? Okay, okay, okay. Right? So he's yeah. he's a whole mess. Mm. Okay. Sorry. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I I don't really care that much about J-Lo and A-Rod's relationship. So when this scandal came out, I didn't really care either. Yeah. yeah. I'm just the type of person <laughs> where I'm just like, I'm not like J-Lo deserves love. But I'm just like, girl, like you've been with these men who like always cheat and shit. So like, it's just JLo's story to me. You know what I mean? Like, okay. it's her story. Oh, it's man, so I'm sad. like, yeah, that is kind. Of, wait, who else cheated? Who ben else Affleck. Cheated? That's true. That's oh, Ben Affleck cheated. Casey Dunn cheated. Oh. Hell, even Mark Anthony Dunn cheated. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I was like, I didn't know this. Is, yeah, I thought, I they, I thought it just ben wasn't for working sure. out. Ben, ben for who, sure. Who was Ben Affleck cheating on JLo with? The, Jennifer Gardner. It was like oh, he left for left. Yeah. Oh. Remember Star Magazine back in the day in '04. 
Ben left Jennifer for Jennifer. Oh. Like it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah I totally. What a nice headline. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, it was like a good headline. Okay, it's ship. Sense. It's ship, but it's a nice headline. Though. Like it's yeah, it is. It really does work well. Swapping gems. Isn't okay. there? Isn't this topic? Um, wasn't this topic also um spoken about on the red table? Yes, it was mm-hmm. with our girl Jordan Woods. Or maybe How's that Jada going? Pink is How's she it? doing? How's that going? Update me. She's okay. okay. I think it's fine. It seems yeah. to have not maybe blown. blown over, but kind of. I'm I not hearing so. as much lately. I feel like people. Well, I think the red table talk really did a lot for Jordan. Yes, nice. because she okay. didn't really have a voice before the red table talk. Okay, so like we'll yeah, rewind. Let's a rewind. Bit. Yeah. Okay, so Jordan Woods was accused by the Kardashians of having of being with Tristan who is Chloe's boyfriend slash father of her child although it's debatable whether he was her boyfriend at the time that this all happened um and then we didn't really hear from Jordan because Jordan while she's like successful she's not super in the public eye so she went on the red table talk with Jada and they've been like longtime family friends. Mm-hmm. So she had her voice in that setting. Mm-hmm. So what did you guys think? Okay. First of all, she said a few things in there that I was like, even if you never touched your lips to his lips or your body's never touched, you were foul anyways. First of all, mm-hmm. but they did touch lips I'm saying, and bodies. Yeah. Even if, if, even if the, the lips, like their lips hadn't touched, she was foul for the following things. Oh, okay. One. She's, there's this one part where she talks about how she was sitting on the chair and she like dangled his legs over her her legs over his legs so that they were like over top of each other. Excuse me, who who whose legs are you touching? Get away from your your friend's man's legs. Yeah, I can't. Done. So there's that. Secondly, why were you, why were you there? Doesn't make sense that she was there really because given the situation, it sounds like sounds like Chloe and Tristan had broken up recently. Like just before then, so so knowing that there's like an awkward connection there, you shouldn't be there in the first place. It yeah, because at 3 why? Well, because why would Valentine's Day night you're not with Chloe? You're instead with like at a party with like your mans and ladies. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. It's all the way sketchy. And okay, wait. So do you believe that nothing happened? Well, okay, but also I want to rewind a little bit too, right? Because. So Jordan said on during the interview that she shouldn't have gone in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But they were out partying till like two or three or four a.m., whatever, because she's she's 21 years old. Yep. I did not realize that she was 21 yep. years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's, she's a baby. OK, yeah. so she's out partying till like four o'clock in the morning. And then they her friends, according to her, were like, oh, yeah, let's go to like this party. It's Tristan's house. And she's like, that's when I should have said no, and I should have just gone home. So she says that during the Red Table Talk. But she's like, I went. I'm like a young girl in L.A. I'm like partying, whatever. And then, yeah, then they go back to this house on Valentine's Day night with like these like ballplayers and like a bunch of ladies. And yeah, like. Why are your, like, legs dangling on him? Like, whatever. But at the end of the day, to me, honestly, and I said this last week, too, is that, like, Tristan isn't this, like, gem of a man. And Jordan just, like, 
really fucked up their like perfect amazing yeah, no, relationship definitely not. so to me like i appreciated that she got her word out i couldn't believe because i didn't realize how bad people were dragging her like mm-hmm. telling her that like her father had recently passed away that she deserved that because of what she did yeah. and all this like they were really going in on her and that's not okay Oh um, God, and I don't even so care bad. what happened. I don't even care what happened. Like they could have disrespectful. Like you, regardless. Yeah, it's it's out of control, like, and they could have done whatever. Tristan isn't the man to like for us to be like so angry at Jordan about. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I just felt like that. I was just kind of okay. So right after the interview, I was wondering whether the whole thing was a good idea because it made me, even though you're right, it totally gave her a voice, but I was just kind of like, is this necessary? I think, I'm not sure if I would have preferred if she'd stay quiet. I'm still on the fence. I'm still on the fence. Why would you have wanted her to stay quiet? Because I feel like, I don't feel like, this is just for me, not totally, not for everybody, but I think after her explanation, I still don't think it made her look better to me. Just, but that's like in my well, eyes, I don't think anybody's talking about it anymore. So I think it kind of made her look better. Like I'm not hearing much. But about I think, but it. I think it would have passed regardless. Because mm. like but people, it p- fast. yeah. But like, well, I mean, it was it was like the biggest thing from. But that's how that's how everything is, right? right? Like news, it matters for five days and then it doesn't matter anymore. We move on. But right. I also think that part of the reason why it was so easy for everyone to attack her is because no one knew her. Right. So I feel like when I heard her like on the podcast and even though I was kind of already like, it's fine, like she didn't do anything that serious. But I was like, after I heard her on the Red Table talk and like I heard her voice and it made me a lot more sympathetic to her, even though I wasn't obviously dragging her on the Internet, but it did make me more sympathetic. So I I, I think it was a good move, hmm. even like not just for this situation, but maybe even like for her brand in the future. Right. And yeah. she looked flawless. Yeah. So that oh, was my, that was the my other thing. God. There are so many, I don't know if you guys watch YouTube, but oh my gosh, there are so many YouTube videos that are like, let's recreate Jordan's red table talk. Look, which is <laughs> <Right. She laughs> so crazy. Beautiful. She looks like, stunning. That is like makeup the total, flawless, awesome. well, like, actually, totally that's like the whole purpose of that stuff to me is like just the promo, right? Yeah. And so, like, the Chris Smiths got Jenner. promo out of it. She got promo out of it. There we go. I don't think this had anything to do with Chris, though, because I think, if anything, Chris was on the other side, egging on people who were dragging her. The and devil, then the she devil really both redeemed sides. herself. Mm-mm. No. No, no because this does is not. Good publicity. Yes, exactly. exactly. No, 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 because this made Chloe, because especially because she was freaking out on social media about it, and she was saying that Jordan's the entire reason why her relationship didn't work out, oh, and wow. like some real, real craziness. Yeah, no, this made Chloe look real bad. Yeah, but no it, one is looking for Chloe. Yeah, and everyone's kind Thank of you. like behind. Yeah, but Chris doesn't care about that. Chris doesn't care about that. Don't they have like a revenge? She doesn't want people looking for her daughter. Chris doesn't care if her daughters look bad. If if the end goal is that they are they care about them in the first place, that they're paying attention. I think I think okay. Chris Chris just cares that their name is still relevant. Whatever whatever else happens is no, like no because at first everyone was feeling so bad for Chloe. Yeah. yeah, and when Jordan went on that red table talk, no one's checking for Chloe right now. No, they're not checking for Chloe right yeah, now. Yeah, but at the end of the day, people are still gonna watch. They're gonna tune into the season for this. They're gonna see how this all unfolded. So like, oh yeah, that's true. To too. me, uh, to me, like, it's promo. Yeah, yeah, this is all like the end of the season. Okay. Giant plan. I was gonna say the only thing I really like noticed to me was that was biggest when they were facetiming in the beginning when they're facetiming will smith and in the little credit of the scene or like in the bottom corner it's like 
um, Will Smith like FaceTiming and it's like on the set of Bad Boys 3. I know. Yeah. <laughs> See? I was like, it's more all, promo. This is, all, this is all a big plan. It's all a big plan. I, I was like, know. yo, they're making a bad boy three. Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh. Speaking of Will Smith. Yeah. Do you see the Aladdin trailer? <laughs> the official ones out. Yes. Mm-hmm. I want to see it so badly. Really? I feel like I watched it and I was like, I felt Guys. like this wasn't an Aladdin trailer. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> oh, I Here's love my it. thing as well about this. Like, isn't the Lion King coming out first? Like, I want to yeah. see Beyonce, Giselle, Knowles, Carter. Like, come on, Nala, come through. <laughs> it's well, like, because, what's like, going to look like? But like, it's going to look okay, exactly the Dumbo, same. Just like. Lion King, yeah. Aladdin. So it's like Dumbo. I'm tired of all of these Aladdin promos. I know, like I, I want to see what I, Beyonce I is gonna be like sounding song. like. She's obviously it's not no, I, any I, sort I, of look. Mm-hmm, it's just supposed mm-hmm. to be like her voice. But like, can I just put this shade in the room? I don't mean to cut the Aladdin like topic off. But when I'm thinking about like Nala, I don't think Beyonce. I think Beyonce needs to be Sarabi. Like I just like his mm-hmm. mom. Like how is Beyonce gonna like? Can you do an imitation? Do it. I don't know. Like, I just, like, because when Be- the way Beyonce talks, like, we did it for the kids. Like, you know how she no, talks kind of like that? Like, I'm just We're like, that's Sarabi. Africa. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay, so that's not Nala. Nala. Like, oh, I just can't. Like, I don't Who should be it. Nala? Like, I'm talking, like, someone like Kiki Palmer. Yeah, I'm thinking, like, that. hell, but even Lil Mama. No, like, but I'm Kiki Palmer's voice like, is just as, like, she has a strong accent. I know I did wrong with the rage. I'm just... Yeah, I don't know. I just don't, I don't see that. So I feel like they put a lot of effort into like recreating like the, this, like this specific film mm-hmm. compared to like the other ones. Like, I don't know what the hell Will Smith is doing with this little shit on his head. Yeah. I don't know about that yeah. right he now, look, he definitely but I feel strange. like Lion King is like, they like, know. And I they think know they that put Lion a lot King's going to be set yeah. in stone. Yeah. True. Cause the cast is pretty stuck, but yeah. just Beyonce. <laughs> We're going to have a talk in a couple months. Let's you know see. what, though? There's some questions. Okay, so in the original movie, uh, what's her, what's the girl's name who plays the voice uh, the voice of Nala when she's young? But she has, like, a very strong American accent, too. And then as she gets older, it just disappears. Yeah. <laughs> she just, like, graduates just out of, right. of of the Bronx or whatever, wherever she's supposed to be from. And her voice is accentless. I love Nala. But apparently, apparently, no, me apparently too. it's supposed me to be, too. like, she's, like, Nala older. That's okay. Beyonce's voice. Okay, so someone else is going to do the young yeah, one. Yeah, from like what I've gathered is okay. that she's supposed to be like older Nala. But like I feel like older Nala is only on for a minute. So am I going to be there with the, all this popcorn, all this time and Beyonce just on the whole card is only all getting this me popcorn. Yeah, I wonder. I well, wonder. you're not going to see it for Beyonce. Aren't you just going to go see it for no, Lion No, I'm seeing it for Beyonce. But if she you was don't Sarabi, she'd be in the movie less. Yeah, so I just feel like are you... <laughs> We'll continue this in July. We'll continue this later. Yeah. Okay, so like Lion King isn't like... You know, where does Lion King fit on your Walt Disney films? Okay, Ooh. it's number two. Oh my gosh, it's my number two too. Is number yeah, one the best and number, number ten yeah. is like the shittiest? No, well, like, okay. So what's number one? Number one is Mulan. But Ooh, like, good choice, good choice, oh, good choice. I and then there's like the films. other side of me that's like Little Mermaid. But like, mm-hmm. we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> what's yeah, your number but, like, one? Mulan's number my one? number one. What are your number um, ones? My number one is Alice in Wonderland and then Ariel. Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah. I feel like I I'm just like always all the random shit. hella silent in these conversations because I grew up in a hella immigrant family and we didn't really, I didn't speak English. That wasn't my first language. Fair. So like we didn't watch, like I watched Maya the Bee, the Polish version, which is yep. Shuka yes. Maya because like that's me as yeah. well. Yeah. And so like I really didn't watch like a lot when I was younger because I didn't understand and then we didn't have that shit around the house. Fair. So I'm always like, kind of like, oh, what's your favorite cartoon? And I'm like, 
Like, <laughs> like, I'm the bee. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, Pshuka Maya. And everyone was looking at me like, uh, Who? what? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But, um, yeah. Okay. So I'm just, fair, I mean, fair, I, I, did, I did see, like, Disney films. I've seen The Lion King. And I've seen, like, Mermaid. You said Dumbo. You like the Dumbo. The Little Mermaid. I love Dumbo because I love elephants. Right, right. But Are you going to watch that one? Because that's first. Like, Dumbo's in, like, a couple of I didn't even know they were I remaking like Dumbo. See, I didn't even know That's that. the first one. They're doing all that's a sad for story. That. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm? Okay, well, we'll have, like, a Disney episode. We'll, and we'll see, talk yeah. about that shit later. Because we'll there's so much stuff that we could really break down. Yes. With Speaking of children. Right? Yeah. Speaking of children, Maya, would you like to continue? Oh, Lord. Protect your children. Leaving Neverland? No. Oh, gosh. Okay. I was like, what are we? No one understood. <laughs> okay. I was like, what children? <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just going to touch on this a little bit because we're going to, like, watch again and analyze a little bit more. Um, but we talked about the, the, like, hype about this, like, very controversial documentary, like, a few episodes ago. Um, and what, like, the director had to say about the fact that, like, it wasn't a movie about Michael Jackson. It's a movie about two men. And obviously, this documentary wouldn't have been made if they weren't sexually abused by Michael Jackson. But the focus of this movie is on their stories mm-hmm. of sexual abuse as children by Michael Jackson. Um, and so it finally came out so we could see it. And it's a four-hour-long documentary. It's really, um, it's really difficult to watch. And Oprah did a question period afterwards. So the reception at Sundance was really great. And now it's like out on HBO. So everyone can watch it, stream it. Why is it difficult to watch? For somebody who is, as I say every podcast, I'm a bigger fan of Janet. Like she was my like rhythm and dance like growing up. I wasn't much Michael, but, like, I had a best friend who was, like, Michael, ride or die. Mm-hmm. And I know she's having a hard time watching it. So, like, I want I want to see what has happened. So, can you build my mindset for what I'm going to get into when I watch this? I think you watched all of it. And I think, Emily, you watched the second half. Mm-hmm. So, what's kind of the synopsis? Like, what's... I think the It wouldn't difficult, ruin anything for me. Yeah, I think the difficult part isn't, like, oh, I'm a huge fan of Michael Jackson. Like, Michael Jackson was a big part of my childhood, But when I watch these things, I'm not thinking about Michael Jackson. I'm thinking about um, sexual abuse against minors in general and how often it happens and how often it is silenced. Mm. So for me and what I appreciated too about Oprah's interview afterwards is that it's, it's not about Michael Jackson, right? Like none of us knew Michael Jackson like whatever that's not the issue the issue is that this happens all the time yeah by um men who don't have as much power or aren't in the public eye as much so they're not going to have a documentary about them but who have some sort of like like family members or like their teachers or like their people who are around children and because children are so vulnerable that it's easy, not so much easy, but it because they're vulnerable, it's easier to take advantage of like a child who doesn't have the language or like the access to talk about these things and like make it stop. Mm-hmm. I think so also, that to me was the hardest part to watch. And also I was going to add on to that, like I think, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, like 
um, parents also don't even want to like consider that this is happening to their children. Yeah, and that was a big part of the mm-hmm. documentary. There's a well. rare few amount of parents out there that will actually help their kids break down what they're feeling and what they're saying and then yeah. look into the proper help, thankfully. Yeah, but and there is a few that don't hear it, yeah. so they just kind of just push it aside. Yeah. And, and I think know. it has to do with like the, the education system and like really understanding and like everyone having those conversations and being comfortable, like having discussed that. Like if you think about your parents' childhood, like they didn't get the opportunity to discuss that, right? So it, yeah, down the line, it makes sense. And it also watching, watching the, the film, like to your point, there are lots of moments here and in some other documentaries on similar uh, similar topics where as a viewer, you're like, as a parent, how could you do this? How could you allow your child to sleep in the same bed as a 35-year-old man and not not th- not question anything, right? Like there's so many things that, of course, like hindsight's 20-20. And like as an outsider, you think, you th- you think all these crazy things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's... And it's, that it's, was addressed it's, in yeah. the documentary as well. So on... Unlike other documentaries in this one, like the parents were definitely in the documentary, especially because the focus was on two people. So it was like the parents were there explaining like he was like this icon and like we loved him so much and he seemed so childlike and Mm -hmm. he seemed innocent and he got to know the families and like yes they stayed in the same room but these rooms were huge like it's a suite it's not like our it's not like our bedroom like our bedrooms and like all these other things where it doesn't excuse anything and both men have said that they haven't really forgiven their parents um for what happened to them but it it gives you a little bit more insight on how these things could happen i think like debating whether it happened or not is kind of besides the point because Mm -hmm. we know that this happens and we know that there are like certain behaviors that happen and there are certain ways that people can take advantage of children who like love you Mm -hmm. to keep them silent, to like keep parents kind of unaware that there are like processes like that in place. So I wonder like how people who before the documentary were highly critical of it because there were many people and continue to be like Mm -hmm. there are people who are like sending including Oprah like death threats and telling them that like they shouldn't have done this and this is like a horrible way to like live your life and all that other stuff but I just wonder like of those people who were really against it who watched it I wonder how they like came out of it afterwards too mm-hmm. I think I so I'm one of those people who going into it I'm like very skeptical and mind you I've only watched the second half but I it's it's very powerful so I feel like I have a good a good understanding and to be honest I'm still on the fence it's not so much that it's not so much that I don't believe them but I think for me as a fan to your earlier point it's hard for me to reconcile like the person I thought I knew and the person who like all of my childhood memories are based based around like the, it's literally the soundtrack of my childhood. It's weird to reconcile that with this this person, especially since the pe- the two people who are in the documentary have some like like I mean from a legal sp- standpoint, anyways, they kind of have done some questionable things like in terms of the, the their cre- credibility. So it's hard. It's hard for me like. I think I think I do need some time to digest the whole thing. I I really do, and that's for me. That's what made it more difficult. 
in can you elaborate on things that they have done to, that have questioned their credibility so for example um wade robson who is the choreographer um that yeah you, mm-hmm. you you know wade robson so he he testified that it didn't happen right in 2005 right and and then later on of course he he said that it did so i mean just just that alone like when you watch the documentary, you see his thought process and you can see how like a cycle of abuse would, would lead you to do that. Yeah. But from an, from an outside standpoint, you're just like, Hmm, I, I, so I understand why someone would question, would question his credibility just from that. It's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard. It does like bring some type of awareness though, in terms of like what happens to your psyche when abuse happens. Mm -hmm. So yes, it, like Wade specifically testified twice. So 2005 was the last time he testified. Um, And Jimmy, who was the other person, he testified once when he was a minor um, and then refused to testify again. So Michael had called him like during the 2005 situation and he refused to testify. Um, But you like... I don't know if you have gone through any type of sexual abuse, part of the way that you protect yourself and they were also protecting Michael because they loved Michael and they say that throughout the documentary, like they as children felt like they were in a relationship with Michael Jackson, like they they weren't like for like physically. So, okay, when people think about like sexual abuse specifically, they think about like you are in a dark alley and you get attacked by someone who pins you down on the ground, right? But this documentary um, and other documentaries too have kind of highlighted the fact that like you may want to be with this person. Like they were children, so they didn't want to be with him sexually. But you like love this. You feel love for this person they groom you and they groom that that person takes advantage of that i think yes and there's big layers in that but i also think that you need to see yourself as i am beside the world's biggest yeah like icon Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i would watch concerts of michael jackson and there's people in the front row and they're crying like he has this like energy that makes people like weep and cry and they're all sweating and they're just like so fascinated by him so at the same time though you're almost like okay well this person's number is in my phone it's um, there i'm in their back pocket obviously their kids and the times were different but it's like i i I see where the where the fear or that kind of comes into play like i am michael's person so then you almost fall Mm -hmm. in love with that because you're like i know him where I'm not, I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm his, I'm his pride and joy. So you fall in love with that idea. So I, yeah. I, I understand that. Like, and you're a child. So it's yeah, like, so you're it's different. extra. And then, and Neverland was built. Yeah, and, and also like, you're getting everything you ask for. And, 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 and then some, like, and Michael built, yeah. Michael built Neverland for them. Like no one's going to Disney world. They wanted to go to Neverland. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. what he built was beautiful. Like mm-hmm. it was a, it was an escape, right? There was animals and this clock and like just this, 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 this atmosphere. Right. So like you get, but then there was beyond that, like the gifts and the money and the, yeah. Michael, I know Wade Robson is a very talented choreographer, but Michael built that yeah. platform for him and gave him the contacts to do what he did right and maybe he explains that in the movie mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. or in the documentary but I, the part that really got me scary which which i feel like i was like wow 
like emotionally, I, I was really triggered by it. There's a part where they're talking about Michael's death and how everyone on the news like was going crazy. He had passed away and like the world stopped because Michael Jackson had died. The greatest icon had died. And then it goes to um, not is it James Safechuck's mom, I think. And she says when she found out she was so happy that he died because she was like, he can't hurt any more children. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, that is. I, I just had never even thought right. some, anyone would think that. Right. I, that that moment got me for sure. Because he, like he, I think was 2005 the only really allegation, like a, a, the recent allegation that he had. I don't think there was anything else that kind of like lingered later on. Like I think well, just, there, there was a settlement. Yeah, there was, they yes. settled out and of there court. there were two yes. trials, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the first trial was the 93. Right, or my because then there was, I feel like there was 93, then there was 2005, and then yeah. that's the last I really heard. But he settled out of all of those, but that was the last I ever really heard of. Like, so mm-hmm. I can hear how the mother would be like, finally, like, it, there's that freedom, mm-hmm. but that's heavy. Like, it's, yeah, I definitely want to watch it. I, I think I, I do. I just, yeah, like, I just have <laughs> that, just that fear, you know, of, of like of watching it and, and that kind of stuff. And I don't even think, like, I think for I don't know maybe for some people it's really important to watch but I feel like like the main message of like this happens all the time like older people who are close to your children should always be kept at a distance like things like that just need to be reinforced because a lot of people still really don't believe that it happens and like especially when it comes to like an icon someone really famous like but also like when it happens within families like when it happens like with people who are close to you like neighbors or whatever like it's just important to know that like um people in general actually are vulnerable and you need to like watch out for like power imbalances in relationships and just like yeah look out for people make sure they're okay and like believe people when they tell you that something happened to them um because you might be like the only one to believe it and that that is important and if it didn't happen the truth will come out the truth always comes out but yeah so has anyone seen the documentary on netflix called abducted in plain sight yes okay lord okay let me just give everyone a brief synopsis which is like, I feel like all these documentaries should be called Abducted in Plain Sight. Too, Hon- honestly, but, yeah. honestly. But Abducted but in Plain Sight is, might be the craziest, craziest true story I've ever heard in my life. But just a brief like tidbit of what it's about. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this girl, Jan, is abducted by her neighbor, who that she calls B, but his name is Robert. And he grooms the family by having an affair with both the mom and the dad. Why well, wouldn't yes. call the relationship with the dad an affair? But with the but mom, like, yes, it was an affair. But like, still, yeah, that's yeah. how he that's how he managed to groom yeah. them all. So that's just like, and honestly, I'm not even saying the craziest part of the whole thing. Like, there's is it's, it's a whole mess. So it's called abducted, abducted in plain sight. Yes, okay. please watch. Please watch. Yeah, we can I'll discuss it, it at a later yeah, date. But like, it. also, it's a whole mess. Um, okay, I want to touch on this just a little bit because it's along the same lines. But I mentioned before that my favorite film, um, Disney film, is Alice in Wonderland. Does mm-hmm. anyone know like the history? So I don't like, know much of the history, but I've seen it. Okay, so the film is like, 
I grew up watching it, like, thinking it was amazing because, like, they do the most random things. Like, they cut literally, they're like, would you like half a cup of tea? And, like, cut a cup of tea in half. And they, like, eat plates. And, like, she goes on, like, all these random journeys. For children, it's, like, all your imagination, like, come to life. Yeah. But um, the person who wrote Alice in Wonderland, Lewis Carroll, he was, like, questioned as being a pedophile. He was, like, a mathematician. He, um... He, like, wrote stories. Um, and so, basically, he... Alice is, like, a child he's obsessed with. And he, like, writes mm-hmm. poetry to her. Um, and, yeah, like, as I was thinking about it, I was like, why have don't I, like... Anyways, he, like, he writes poetry. He also writes, like, they... Somehow, someone got his, like, journal or something. And in his journal, he talks about how he has all these feelings for her. And he feels like shit. He, like, can't act on them. Like, it's, like, all in poetry or whatever. And he's just, like... Like, I can't, I, like, can't do anything about it. And also, I feel like I'm the shittiest person in the world for for doing this. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know, like, what happened to him if he, like, sought out help or whatever. But I, like, and so I, what I'm trying to say is that, like, I said my favorite film is Alice in Wonderland. And I'm, like, so disassociated. But, like, it existed there, too. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's like the ways that um, people who are seen as genius are able to, like, really resonate with us and I mentioned this like a few weeks ago too but it's interesting to think about how there are all these like messages in songs that are really popular movies that are really popular um like Teletubbies too wasn't that a thing like one of the like that really popular like songs and movies that like are anthems to our childhood that we watch in our childhood are like have these really dark messages that we don't like pick up on but Mm -hmm. somehow we like are attracted to like that like whatever like the like deep messages are because we love it so much and I just wonder like yeah how that feeds into our own psyches and how we interpret our own lives um and make sense of like our own experiences just to like get through it so just something really deep and dark and awful to think about yeah sorry guys yeah no but it's it um touches on the topic also with um when r kelly would write for Aaliyah. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and put like her album out uh when she was young a bunch of like young girls not just Mm -hmm. Aaliyah, but like a bunch of like young r&b groups who are coming out yeah yeah Yeah. definitely like those hidden messages in a lot of a lot of that i just remember also like not necessarily on this top of it, but I remember growing up and loving specific songs and like blurting them out loud and singing them and realizing it as a dumb, like, oh snap, like, mom, you really didn't stop me from saying I that. Know. Like, you really allowed me to say, like, some songs I think now are like comedic, but I just, in that term, like, like simple things like thong song and like how many licks and like things like that, like, yes, very sexually explicit songs, but I was more obsessed with like the beat. And, like, I remember songs like Venga Boys, like, Boom, Boom, Boom. Like, just, like, the, the kitty kind of songs that we would listen to growing up oh if we're God, not listening Venga to that Boys, kind of stuff. Yeah. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and I just remember, like, the dance or moves even, like, Spice Girls Spice when Girls, two become yeah. one. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Like, yeah. But that's, but I think they that also, there's a difference. They also, did you know, difference. they changed that song. Oh, did they? There was yeah, there was an original yeah. version of To Become One and there's a, a version that came out and I think the version that they were talking about I think was it was on like homosexuality. Like I think Vic- it's in one of Victoria's verses oh, of like okay. a guy oh. guys and guys can be together, but then they changed it. To what? Um it's in her I'll find it. But it's on the same melody and then they changed it for radio play. Like disrespecting half of your fan base. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, but yeah, but is. so I also there's a big difference though between singing about sex, which is 
healthy, a part of our lives, sorry, healthy when it's consensual, a part of our lives can like enrich our lives, make us lively. Like I love sex. Just like make sure that the person that you're having sex with is <laughs> oh consenting. God. It's true. Like so, yeah, all the sex songs like I'm about them. Like that gives me life. But like don't take my life away by not making sure that I'm consenting and taking advantage of people and then affecting them. And it's not like I also want to like steer away from like, oh, like ruined their entire lives and whatever. No, you can still if you've been sexually assaulted or abused in any way you can go on and live a healthy life especially like with therapy and everything else like it doesn't fucking ruin you you're not like damaged or anything like that but it does have a serious psychological toll and like don't do that like you can have great sex that's like and it should always be consensual even if you have to ask and be corny about it it doesn't matter can we can we also maybe touch on like the idea that the people who are um, the offenders, like the way that it's being spoken about now are that they are complete trash and like yeah. they like shouldn't exist anymore. But like it's it's along the same lines as that, like there's room for healing on like both sides. And like I don't like it's like every, like to me, I was having this conversation with my therapist and she was saying that because I'm having trouble like having these conversations with men and the immediate response is like but she's lying or like you know that women lie so how can you believe every single one because like my first thing to do is to believe a woman or anyone when they come out with like when Mm -hmm. they say this Mm -hmm. right when they come out and so she's saying that a lot of men are scared that someone's going to come knocking on their door and that they're gonna like be accused be accused because like it's embedded in the culture like it's it's like rape culture that like this is how we were living or this is how we are living realistically like yeah trying to act as if like people are monsters for doing this completely negates the fact that like this is part of our culture exactly so like again like this tale of you're running through the woods and someone is chasing after you and pinning you down like that's normally not how sexual abuse happens sexual abuse usually happens when you already have some type of like relationship relationship with the person and we have been trained to think that like um vulnerable people can be taken advantage of and that nothing's going to happen to you so yeah like it it needs to be seen as something that's been normalized in culture right so like it wasn't until like this 1970s, which wasn't that long ago, that like it was illegal for a man to rape his wife. So apparently it's not possible for a husband to rape his wife. We know that that isn't true now. But the idea that like women's bodies and men's bodies too, um, when their vulnerable bodies are can be like used and objectified like as if that person isn't a person is really important to think about but I also think that it's interesting that like Wendy Williams (laughs) doesn't think that R. Kelly should be punished like he just needs therapy and I feel like those same people those same people no 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 I know that's not what you were trying to say at all (laughs) so I was like don't even worry about that but I just feel like the same people who are saying that now about R. Kelly like oh he just he needs therapy like those are the same yes, people who those kept are the same. safe this whole time. But those yeah. are yeah. also the people who would say, if anyone touched my child, they should rot in jail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I am... out of sight, out of mind. Like, that's not something they're dealing with. So it's yeah. easy to just be like, 
Yeah. And like, I don't think that prison reforms people. So I actually do believe that people need to seek out therapy, that like people, when they have issues, they need to like talk about it and they need to receive, receive like real oh treatment. God, the disrespect. Oh my I know. God. They don't even know what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> they need to receive serious treatment. But that is, that is not the same as what people are saying when it comes to like big stars who they think who they think everyone else receives jail time, but not R. Kelly. Okay, let's discuss this R. Kelly interview. That's this- for Wendy, my, my KMT moment. <laughs> <laughs> let's discuss this R. Kelly, Gail King interview. Oh, yes. This was... Thanks, R. Kelly, for proving us all right. Yes, to our earlier point of the trash men of the world. Yes. <laughs> okay, this interview was a hot mess yeah yeah it was a true hot mess okay before you continue this is the interview because not just me this is where the (laughs) memes are so live right now and they're like and then they're like okay continue because i think the memes are live the meme i can't remember the thing right now this is jamaican one and it kills me there there's there there is a meme for every single you're killing me i remember the entire world I, i i honestly i was watching i was like this is a train wreck it needed to happen. It was going to happen. Maybe it didn't need to happen, but it was no, going it to, happen. to happen. But I, th- I think it was such a comedic moment in what needed to be a serious moment. Yeah. And that's the pr- that's like that's the problem. It has turned into something else. It has spun its way because it was just such a hot pile of garbage. But can we just give a shout out to Gail King for being the most yeah. composed person? Girl, because you know there was a SWAT team right behind her in yeah. case no. Robert wanted to get real close. But also, like, you know. But also, if someone was, if someone had stood up and was being as crazy as he was being, and like I, she's the composure of a saint to just be like Robert. Yeah, and Robert. That's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but regardless, like even if even if he tried to approach her, he still would have got like they were so close. Yeah, they were, like they he would have still hit her, and the SWAT team would have come after. That's like, what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> well, it didn't seem like he was gonna hit her. Yeah, it just no. seemed like he was, he was talking flailing. to the wall. He yeah. wasn't even talking to her. He was like he was looking co- up, like because yeah. he was talking to the SWAT. Out. Like y'all don't get it. There was like. <laughs> He wasn't. Con- he wasn't concerned about her. Yo, he was talking right, to them. Yeah. Like, if you think no, about true. it, they're like standing was- behind her, and he's like talking yeah. his and story. And she just like Robert. Yep. Don't Robert. Like, <laughs> hello. And like, I'm right here. Like, are yeah. we still talking, or are you just like? Yeah. She but, said know- she wasn't scared at all. She said that she had no mm-hmm. fear that he was going to hit her. Nothing. She was more afraid that he was going to be crazy and flailing all over and the place really and, accidentally, and accidentally like hit her in the face. Right. But she said she was very like. She she was, she was composed. She did conduct a great interview. Yes, yes, yes. and she yeah. she she got at him with the questions. She did not let him have one moment. She said, "Have you ever had sex with anyone under seventeen years old?" And he said, "No." And she was like, mm, "I question Aaliyah. that." Also, we know that that's like as a fact that isn't true. Yes, exactly. So and he's admitted to that too. Yeah. So uh. that's that's why that's why the whole thing was a just a mess. A mess. Like because it's just unnecessary. Like he just keeps. He keeps trying to get away with the same story, but it's like the documentary or not. I'm just like, you're like, stop lying. Yeah. At this point, just stop lying you because you just, you're so like twisted in your lies that it's like you're, you're not giving yourself any room to even breathe. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's, ad, it's like admit something. You know what he, I mean? Like there's so though. much, oh, uh, there's so much evidence. He, he never will. But isn't it, but don't you think... I don't know. That's what I'm, why I'm thinking that this 
interview, I'm not sh- again, I'm not sure if this was a good idea because we already know R. Kelly isn't doesn't do well in interviews. Mm-hmm. There in even in the documentary, they talk about the moment where he does the interview with Torre and yeah. he goes, Do you like teen mm-hmm. girls? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, How, how young? young? <laughs> like, yeah. what do you mean by teenage? Yeah. Yeah. Some nonsense like that. Like we already know. Because he's illiterate. Like he's still not s- smart like he still but yeah yeah that's you true. know what that's i mean a, like he's not very smart so he so. doesn't know how to take i feel like even take social cues or things like that so he oh my goodness did anyone it's watch the follow-up like not the follow-up sorry the interview with the two girls yes. or women sorry women who are saying that they're well were girls when they were yeah okay. when they were first groomed by him yes. and are now women. okay yeah. that's also needs to be spoken about like being groomed but we did kind of touch on that sorry um, did anybody watch it? Yeah, I watched. Okay. The yeah. thing is, though, those two girls, I, I like, I understand why they included them in the interview, but I, I was also questioning it because those are not the two women that are being included in in any of the allegations. Like, they are sure their parents are concerned about them, but, but, I mean, they're not really at the center. So I think people are. are like they might be confusing the story a little bit. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. It's because I got like three people sending me the interview saying, because I've been very vocal about it in the past couple of weeks outside of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, look at this. Like, yeah. How can you say that women are being like taken without their consent or like not by their own will? And that and just like, like goes, yeah, that goes back to like how people perceive a victim should look like. Yes. And how they think that. Um, stories of sexual abuse should play out because you need to be physically pinned down and locked in a closet in order for your story to be credible without taking into account their age um, like their vulnerability where they want their career to go all those other things and like the fact that like there was a point in all of these encounters where these people feel like they're in love with the people that are abusing them, right? Because you're 14, 15, 16, and like, I'm sorry, when I was 14, 15, 16, I did not know what I know right now. So it's very, it would have been very easy to like take advantage of me at those ages. I I agree, 100%. You know, so I it's have, like, the, it's yeah. a moot point. Like yeah. to me, that just doesn't even like... Exactly. Yeah, they want to be with R. Kelly or they feel like now it's a consensual relationship because they're like older. Give them a couple for, more years. Like give people more years. Like it's... Or maybe they're cool with how things are set up. That doesn't mean that he didn't abuse other people. Mm-hmm. That's, exactly. that's, the pro- that's the problem that I've been having with that. I'm like, okay, fine. These women like let's let's pretend that what they're saying is true and they did not have sex until they were of age fine that does not negate all the other things that happened before and i think people are kind of using the people who are on r kelly's side in the first place are using that interview to be like see these girls this this isn't this isn't what happened like these girls are standing in their truth and and r kelly is a stand-up citizen and this that and the other thing and i'm like um like supporters outside of r kelly's trial was it yesterday or i don't know like i just and meanwhile, R. Kelly was standing behind them during the interview. He was he would like cough when they when she asked yeah. a que- like a question that he didn't oh, like. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, Gail King would ask her ask questions and like let's say like oh like did you ever have sex with R. Kelly before you were seventeen and he'd cough. Wow. Really? Yes. He would cough. Yeah. He'd be like, <clears throat> <clears throat> kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Watch like, the interviews with Gail King after, like, when she's talking to other so people shit. about mm. about the interview. And she says that, yeah, he was, okay. he was there. We Thanks, have a man. couple more things to talk about. But I do want to bring up this this question. So on along the same line, someone was asking me um, about, like, the future, like, because of how, like, prevalent this stuff is right now. And they were like... So how am I supposed to raise my son in this environment? And I was like, I don't understand. Explain. Well, like when I'm teaching them about like sex, do they, what do they need to do? Do they need to bust out a contract when they're just like, you know, talking to a girl? Right. Okay. Yeah. Like, do I just need to be like, um, from the get go? Like, like <laughs> and honestly, I didn't even know how, like how I was like, are you joking with me? Like, I can't even respond to like, well, what they're you're setting saying. up a situation for you to fail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're they're like, like, yeah, what are we supposed to do now? And I was like, wow, like you really like, like, I don't even know what to say. Okay. Many things. <laughs> like, many things. First of like, all, first like of all, in, my chair right in the same vein, there is an app. I forget who tried to create this app, but it's like basically a consent app where you would <laughs> you would agree to sleeping with this person via the app. And then that would be your proof that consent took place. Which Someone totally really tried to create this? Yes. But wow. it negates the point because like I could say, yes, I want to have sex with you. And you could say, yes, you want to have sex with me. But then we're having sex and I say no. Yeah. Like the, it, 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 totally, it totally misses the right? point. It's, it's just it's, it's like uh, you're the, your whole. So what I couldn't get out of my mouth because there was a lot of people in the room who are not female. <laughs> oh, my, that like, came out. Who are you hanging I know oh, it comes out so bad, but like, God damn. okay, so how do, how do I explain this? Cause like, I'm trying to get them to understand like that is the whole problem is that your mindset is like is groomed or has been brought up so differently like you're not even considering like your first concern your sole concern is yourself you're like thinking about yeah, it's a very defensive yeah argument. exactly like i'm sleeping with this girl and now like she says no like okay so like what happens and it's like that don't is the whole purpose yeah. she like, said she said no don't have sex with her right she, has, she has not given you consent to have sex with her. don't put <laughs> your penis inside of her thank you but thank you goodbye it's also like it's <laughs> also hard. like when anything when any type of change happens especially when it's like to make the world world's a better place there are so many people who are like i do not want this and yes. it is so very confusing yes times are changing because look at all of these people who have experienced sexual abuse exactly. right yes. so yeah things need to change and like a contract just like em pointed out doesn't mean anything yeah. like because if a woman then changes her mind two minutes later she changes her mind two minutes yeah, later if a man changes his mind two minutes later a man changes his mind two exactly. minutes later yeah. like it should be consensual and you know when it's consensual like if i'm really happy it's all good mm -hmm. if i'm not happy anymore yeah. even if someone <laughs> isn't saying no if like i don't you seem know. that happy you anymore know. maybe just be like uh, does this feel good still? Uh. My is thrusting. My is thrusting. You know what I mean? My is thrusting. And like, it, yeah, exactly. And just ask. Yeah, ask. It's okay to ask. Communicating yeah. is, and a, is being vocal. You don't have to do it in a way that's like, do you still consent? Yeah. It's like, but you know what? If you have to, by all means. Feel, okay, yeah, if you have to. But I'm saying, if you don't want to whatever if you want it to be like a good time still and maybe my face has just changed for other reasons just be like does it still feel good like are you still feeling it like yes. do you need a change of position like do you need whatever and like the same goes for both people like your man's face starts changing a little bit like is this okay but i feel like but i feel like for me like that's a natural reaction like did something happen like i want to make sure that other person is feeling good the entire time so i don't yes. understand why 
the same doesn't happen for people who are in a position of power over the other person. Like yeah. just, yeah. just make, just check in and make sure everyone's still about it. Yeah. It's really not fucking rocket science, people. Yeah, it really isn't. And if you think it's rocket science, that, you probably done fucked up. Yeah, you done fucked up. <laughs> just, just don't do it at all. Just stop. Right. Just yeah, just exactly. Sit. Just That's, don't do it. Okay. But I, I totally know what you mean because. So I think I told you you guys all about this. I went on a date and I'll never forget that date because oh it was the day Black Panther came out and I had been going on a few dates with this man. I, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah. And he had made some like questionable comments prior to this day. Yeah. But on this day, he really just went for it. And it was on this day, the day of in our holy name when Black Panther was blessed upon this earth that he also said, in addition to saying that black people complain too much about our socioeconomic status, that he also felt victimized by the Me Too movement because because he felt like, as a man, he didn't know how he was going to approach women anymore. Same same mentality as you're mm. talking about. Very defensive type of argument. Mm. Like, how am I supposed to approach women when I walk down the street as a white man? People are going to think I'm a rapist. And it's like... <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> Yeah, See, I know. Like white people are also like, trash. Yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, yeah. It's just, it was just a very defensive type of thinking. And even though he was on the extreme, when people ask questions like, "What is a guy supposed to do?" It's the same type. It's the same spectrum yeah. of the same stream yeah. of thought, right? Yeah. Like, so it's, it's it's valid to ask, obviously, but if you're if you're defensive, like that's the whole that's the whole problem yeah, is that like you're still thinking about yourself exactly you're defensive and you're so, angry like, because you don't like that you can't take advantage exactly of thank yeah. you preach oh, you've been so and hard done by and it's a new day and like everyone needs to live healthier lives thank yeah. you okay speaking of like <laughs> let's talk about something happy <laughs> okay. like chance getting married Yay. Oh, right. oh my god, Congrats. I love them so much. And you know how I was really over weddings, like yes. the first episode? Mm-hmm. I'm so not over them anymore. I love weddings. The, okay, their wedding was great, <laughs> but I thought you were going to say that the wedding dress was basic because it did kind of just look like all the dresses you have already said you don't like. The wedding... Okay, I did like her wedding dress better than like... Um, oh, than Charlie's. Joel Santana's... No, 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 no. Um, Tammy. Oh, okay, yeah. Tammy, Tammy Rivera, Rivera okay. who married Waka Flocka. I liked her dress a lot more. Um, or I liked Chance's wife's dress a mm-hmm, lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the it, the dress didn't do that much for me, but like the flowers were beautiful, yeah, and beautiful. I just love Chance, and I love like they heard you, and Chance I love to our podcast, right? You gotta come with us. Our fans are listening to us. Please sponsor us, though. Like, I, know, I don't. Could, that would be amazing. <laughs> And I also love their love story. Yeah. So they've been together for a long time. They have like a beautiful child. Um, Chance is doing all the things minus his like collabs with Kanye post Make America Great Again. So I'm still like a little bit whatever, like rolling my eyes at that. But Chance is like the truth. His album did a lot for me. Um, What was that album? Coloring Book? Oh, Coloring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Coloring Book. Yeah, Yeah, the Coloring Book. That album really like... When that album, like Mike has talked about this before, how mm-hmm. like certain albums at certain times in our lives like save us yeah. and get us through those times. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that album for me, like I was going through a lot when that album dropped, and it really spoke to me on like in on so many levels. So I will always love him for that. And is they're just beautiful. Between, sorry, is there anything between Acid Rap and Coloring Book? I don't remember. What was the one? Is there what was the one? No? Okay. I don't, I want to say no, I but like I, I should can't. know his discography better, but okay. Yeah. Cool. Me too. But so, I, good time. 
Yes. Also, um, in terms of like, uh, wow, in Women's Day, International Women's Day, I was yes. like, what is it called? Um, <laughs> Shanik. Let's talk about how Shanik helped produce a yeah. music yeah. video for um, Havaya Mighty, right? Yes. Everyone's fan so for Shanik. Dope Toronto MC. Yeah. Everyone needs to check her out. Right. She's really fucking dope. And the video is it's amazing. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to Shanik. Yeah. And Ademi and Havaya and the whole production team. Yeah. That's Lorenzo. Beautiful. Oh, Lorenzo. Shout out to Lorenzo. Jeez. Have to shout out Lorenzo. <laughs> we do have to talk about. Um, Homegirl, who sang on Jimmy. We also need to talk about Solange Knowles. Oh, yeah. Yes. We need to talk about her album. But I do want to spin in My Girl Normani, because I feel like every time I always have to talk about my face. <laughs> so, because obviously, Rihanna is only giving her godson the first listen to her music. I was so, crying when I saw that. Okay, but like... The how old is it? happy. How old is her godson? Please. No. He was, was just a, like, how did I miss this? Like, yeah. he just, did y'all yeah. share this? As a, a, yeah. Um, we did. Damn it. Uh, Rihanna's assistant for over like chat. what 12 almost 15 years like Rihanna's day one assistant Jen she had a baby and a obviously, beautiful baby and beautiful beautiful, beautiful boy and um obviously Rihanna's like a huge part of this this boy's life so she gave him the first lesson of what's been going down oh, it he? also just looks like He's the like headphones that you let like oh. kids wear when you go to like a concert mm-hmm. it looks kind of yeah. like it doesn't look like a legit thing but Basically, the caption was like, "When Tita gives you the first listen of the album," but his face kind of just looks like, he's like really Tita, yeah. <laughs> like you know. But or maybe it. he's doing the jigga face, like he might, hey, he really yeah. might. My dance face. But anyways, Rihanna, if you're listening to this, I love you, sis. Give me what you gotta give me. But Normani, <laughs> I love she went on Jimmy Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, she was on Jimmy Fallon last night with Black, and they performed the first like waves for the first time live. She did it a couple of months ago at the title. Um, title had a benefit concert and that was the first time she did it but the single wasn't out so people weren't really like vibing with it but I think I think she did great I just feel like there's Uh-oh. just still <laughs> something like I just don't know what it is it's what like it's like a glass it? it's a glass wall where I'm it? just like I see you and I'm about it and I'm I'm ready for it but you're just not breaking through the glass yet I don't like know if tinashe. it's like and I'm gonna put them in the same category <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna put them okay. in the same category because but it's it's, a, it's an opposite in a way where Normani has the gay people on her team. Like her, mm-hmm. Sean Bankhead is killing the choreography and the directive vision. You remember how I was telling you before, like when Tanasha had to take off her own jacket, put uh, <laughs> put up the, her own umbrella. Normani is not doing that. Mm-hmm. She has the right people on her team that do all her little like dance cues yeah. for her, right? Questlove also gave her a huge shout and was like, I've seen over like 6,000 performances on my time with Fallon and this has been like number one for me. Like this was an amazing debut. Wow. Wait, really? Yeah. Number one? yeah, he was like, this was 6, like, he's like, I think this was number one. This was fine. Pull up the T, pull up the tweets. Listen, like, I'm shocked. Like, the label like, is paying was... Questlove. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. shocked. I am shocked. Jimmy debut. Fallon has had some debut. Like of a first de- debut. Of a first okay, debut. Okay, yeah, that's you, totally different. That's totally different. don't let me finish my sentences. You said first, you said number Debut. Mm, it was coming. No. It was there. No, we, we, so, got yeah, hype. So, we got hype. We got so hype. So I, so I get that, and I like that. So I'm proud of her. But yeah, I want you guys to watch it because there's still something missing. But I think she looks incredible. She's so beautiful. I don't think her chemistry with Black was really great yeah, for people like, that love Black. Black. Do? I love he didn't Black. even look at her. Like I think he looked. I think he just <laughs> what looked he shy. Look at her? I don't well, he didn't. He just didn't look at her. He like, didn't I just look feel at like Normani? he's just not used to maybe being on stage with a beautiful female. Like he was like talking to the ground. Like it wasn't a a Ooh. looking in your eyes 
a genuine, Maybe you know what exactly I mean? Like an was. LL and JLo connection in a video. Like it just okay, wasn't Okay, but that. hold on because we're not going to do this to Black. Because no, I think Black he was great. does all the things. Maybe yeah, he, he does. Not, maybe he has like, a good stage presence. Maybe he just has not his stage presence with another maybe person. Maybe he has like a Kendrick polished. presence like in like when he started, you know? <sighs> they they just need to work on it. If they're doing it again, if they're doing it again live together, I think they just need to work on his like 30 second part and make it more special. So Because he kind of just disappeared into the fog. When Khalid, because I didn't see this, so I'm going to have to watch. But when Khalid performed with Normani, did they have amazing love lives? Oh, that was so good. I think, and that's what I compared it to. I was like, okay, coming from the chemistry she had with Khalid, this is like a, a heavy shift you know because what i mean like i it's, heard it's, a lot of criticism in the same room after that performance and i was like oh i thought it was good what performance i had i had nothing to say no love lies no well we, it was a while ago it was like about a year ago or okay something. but i'm also was a person who was i will admittedly say i'm like that song was tired for me like that song oh, was okay. going for yeah, quite a long time it was time. still fresh at that time it was like mm. about a year ago girl i feel like i'm still but hearing also, it on <laughs> no, no no i'm saying when we talked about their performance. yeah okay you're right you're right but yeah, but I know you felt a way about Khalid too. You're just like you're saying yeah, that he but and then come his album came out. Of, Sun City oh, came out, and you're about it now, eh? All the okay. vitamin D. But his style still needs work. That's still Khalid. Uh, yeah, Khalid's yeah, style? yeah. He needs, he needs yeah. work with that. Normani's style does not need work. No, she's polished. Okay, um, but what is it about Normani that we're waiting for? Like, I'm what like, is I it? I just I don't know. I we, just we need. Don't care. I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. She has the tenace quality for me. I just don't care. Like I just, there's nothing about, there's no sparkle. I see her. I acknowledge. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is, this is the facts of the industry. Different. Exactly. This is the facts of the industry. Yeah. She has a, she has a great voice. The girl can sing. She's beautiful. She can dance. She can do all the things, but sometimes the people who are the best aren't the people that succeed the most. That's just how it works. Rihanna and succeeded. Have, and she, and she all know she was rusty when she came out. No, exactly. But she's a, she's a great example. Mm-hmm. Rihanna's not the best singer. She's not the best dancer. But she has that extra something that makes me care. I yeah. just don't care about so Normani. So how you feel different. about Normani is kind of how I feel about the Solange album that just came out. Oh! Thank you. I'm sorry. Thank you. Don't make that face. Don't make that so face. Sad. Wait, CC? is that because you like the CC? album? No, no, no. It's time I to just, talk. Let I the games just, begin. Okay, so... so I, no, my face was more like, ooh, like, yikes. But I don't totally disagree. This was kind of a letdown for me. I can say I only love one or two songs. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I don't think that Go it ahead, was Maya. a letdown in the way that Normani is a letdown. No. Like, Solange no, yeah. is definitely her own person. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Solange, that specific feeling like speaks she, to how I feel about the yeah, album. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just wanted to clarify that because, like, obviously, where Solange, like, stands, I'm just going to yeah. speak for everyone because we yes. really? like, loved her last album. Don't speak album. for me, girl. <gasps> what? You're off the boat okay. so quickly? Okay. I'm off okay. the boat. So I'm just going to speak for boat. myself. But hasn't Mike always been, like, on the Beyonce boat? Like, did you aren't you always like i also like i'm gonna be really really honest and i know this is this is kind of dry y'all no. i've n- like never listened to her last album front to back so Lange's album yeah I which didn't. one the Crazy one the seat at the table seat at the table oh, yeah i just, I just passed didn't out. okay so oh. it's a great album i'm gonna give it all the awards that it's due but i just never but listened from like track one to 17 album. because i'm like i just listen to what y'all say i'll give y'all the key. okay it's a great album <laughs> oh i'm not God. gonna shit on it i just never really listened to but it but you listen to this one front to back yeah and i was just like <laughs> girl i'm not mad at you i'm mad for you hurt oh yeah and when my neck hurts my back starts hurting and it's just I felt like I, I, it's not maybe my turn to talk yet, but I'm just no, a person ahead. that's just not about it. I was just like, like, it sounds to me like she was just hanging out in her basement. 
Someone rolled. Someone rolled the blunt and was like. Pharrell, I'm going to say Pharrell rolled the blunt because he's been messing people up lately. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. Pharrell, mm-mm. You, I hope you're listening to the podcast right now, P. Because you rolled the blunt <laughs> and you were like... I love and how you were Pharrell like, gets his only the first letter of his name when he's Solange, <laughs> let's create an album. Let's just do it. And Solange was like, yep, I got some visuals. I'm ready. Let's do it. And they created this like these sounds that were very, very empty. Like, that's what my neck started hurting because I want to like... like I, I from the singles I heard from the last album, great singles, yeah. full made me feel something. But this album was like empty, like I'm yeah. just, I didn't I I'm not with leaving that. with anything, I, and I'm just like and these sounds were weird. Like I'm just girlfriend, I, put the blunt down. <laughs> Even the visuals didn't save it. I'm sorry, y'all. Oh no, I was gonna say the visuals were no better than the songs. Yeah, but that's yeah. not how you should do it. You should have called yes. up your sister no. and said. ALB no, no, no. and you Stop. should have been no, like no, no, how no, no, do no. you put out a captivating no, album oh to make no. me to make my fans want the visuals because I didn't look for the visuals oh I'm not God. logging on to YouTube I'm not doing nothing to look for the visuals oh but no, Beyonce Giselle oh, she put out an album and I was like I need to know what you're looking like while you're walking down like I just I, I need to know well, that's it like wasn't a, that's the like same a different hype. feeling like, no but Solange gets the hype and she deserves the hype but this was like flat okay. it was just so I, weird to me I agree with you that the album was flat the only but thing I was hot like, was the album cover I feel like yeah the album cover was lit but I feel like if someone and this could just be like my my own thing, like I feel like if someone was like Solange put out an album that's kind of like just a jazz album or just like a Miles Davis type of like sound sample, I would be like, yo, this is live. Like, I love it. This is hype. But it was like like I was comparing it to Cranes in the Sky and I was just like, it's. No, I'm not yeah. leaving with it's anything. not good. I, I totally agree. The emptiness. When I listen to Seat at the Table front to, front to back, I'm just like, I, I was in the story. I, I felt like I understood the story, the, the, the messages she was giving. Yeah. Kind of like how we were talking about the Her album and you guys were saying that you weren't feeling it. Oh, I love that the, album. The set, no, the, set, the most the recent one. one. The most recent mm. one. No one seemed to like mm. that one. I, I didn't mind it, but, I, but when you guys were talking about it, I kind, of, I kind of felt that same way about this. I still like it. And there and like I said, there are a couple songs that I really like, but yeah, this was not this was not the best follow up. What is this her third album? Okay, my uh, heart. Is what is my third? Because fourth? I think we cut my off. It's her fourth album. I'm sorry, <laughs> my, Maya. No, I'm just I'm having a heart attack, so I'm just trying to be like. Oh, you're chill, about the album. Chill, chill. No, okay, so okay, I listened to it the first time and I was like, what? Okay, then I like left it alone, and then I was like, okay, well, I need to see the visuals because. Solange like does it with the visuals yes. and the visuals to me were everything mm-hmm. like I was so about it and I read some things about like how this album was supposed to be more of like ex- an experimental like homage to where she's from and I totally Mike got it tired. like that I, I don't care okay I'm, I'm gonna speak <laughs> right now okay I'm just not gonna look at Micah. I must say though, I respect Maya to the utmost degree. So this is not because, so finish Maya. Oh no, 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 I, I know. So I know much. it's about just... Solange, it's not about me. But like, we gotta like, anyway, her song with Gucci, like, ooh, I love. Because I you love, love Gucci. Some Gucci. Yeah, you, you do, love Gucci. but I also like more words than just like, it's not my turn. But it was. <laughs> 
It was supposed to, so this wasn't supposed to be like an album for her fans. Apparently it was supposed to be like an experimental type album for herself to like play with different sounds and like think about music differently. And Mm. if you're like a PhD student and you look at music um, in a really academic setting, you feel some of like the theory behind what she was trying to do. So I'm going to. I'm going to take off Valid. my nerd hat for okay. like a second. I respect that. So Me? I'm going to take off yeah. that shit for a second because I know we're just having no. like a yeah, casual Shauna's conversation. No. Look at Shauna. No. no, I respect it because you're getting the samples ready for the next album. No, right? no. I'm sorry. Don't waste everyone's time yeah, with that. Like, don't. That's what mixtapes are for and you can keep Thank them you. Your- <laughs> drop a mixtape. Yeah, drop a mixtape. But this is what your run. problem was. Yeah, no. You hung out with Pharrell. Pharrell rolled the blunt. <laughs> and you, you smoked it and decided that you needed to just put this album out. And now because people are not receiving your album, Solo Star... You have to say things like, I just feel like I was experimenting and I was trying new things. And my visuals are still Yo. sick, though. Y'all saw the visuals, though, the, right? The visuals. No, Solange. Oh my God, I didn't I see the so visuals okay. because I, the album was flat. And you talking about the same thing too long and way too many times over. Like, down, down, down on the floor. <laughs> I like the beat. <laughs> but I'm just And like, the melody. <laughs> All right. I'm tired. So, can, my, sorry, sorry, Maya. Are you were you done? <laughs> were you done? Sorry, Maya. Okay, wait. So sorry to clarify. Did she? Okay, okay. Hold on. Sorry, Maya. When she was talking about experimenting, like what, what, like did she elaborate at all, or is this mm. just? Because I'm trying to, I'm trying you know to, what? trying to help. I'm trying you know to help what? you. I'm just gonna let this go. No, no, I, sis, please. It's, it's an album that I'm not going to listen to again. But I will <laughs> look at okay. the. Since you're defending it too but hard. If I'm, no, no, no. But if I'm, if I'm gonna, if I've popped up that video, I've watched it three times now. Then okay, that says fair. something, and the what music video? is in the background. So the visuals. Bins? It's like a whole video. Yeah. That's, oh, so she did like, like how Beyonce all, released yeah. her whole like video album. So she did she call did up her sister then. She did no, call she up her sister and she asked her and maybe, maybe. Uh, but maybe I think Beyonce, Beyonce wasn't wrong. being big sister with that. She was probably holding blue, feeding rummy, hitting <laughs> sir. And it was just long. Oh yeah, she has twins. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, she was juggling the twins and the, she the, just had Solange on speaker and was not paying attention. And Jay note. just said, yep, do it. Because you remember what you did to me? I'm going to say, go ahead and do it, girl. Ooh. Oh, oh, Lord. It was not weird. Sibling Elevator rivalry. to, wow. The video albums ha- the wasn't Beyonce, though. Like, no, of course not. Okay, like not. releasing video albums wasn't Beyonce. Then. No, but okay. Beyonce. I'm like, that has existed like before. For sure, in for other sure. Countries. But Beyonce took it to like another level. Yeah. Yeah, Lemonade. Well, we're going to respect Solange and not okay. talk about Beyonce right well, now. I don't know. We'll talk about this next podcast. Sean, do you have anything you want to say about the album before we close up shop? No, Perfect. Sean, not about it. Wow, Sean's not about it either. All right. The album cover is so hot. Though. All right. So then let's talk about something that you were bumping and that we can like leave our audience with to bump to. Two Chains. Two Chain Two album. Yes. No, I wasn't really bumping it that much. But it was, it was, it is what it is. LeBron didn't do a very good A&R job. <laughs> I'm just going to say LeBron that. Just James. put that out there. What do you mean? The but deluxe version, though. I, know, I heard you on the last that podcast was so good. Shonic. Shout out to Shonic. Yeah. Um, it was all right. There were a few songs on there that I appreciated, but I felt like um, his last album, Girls Love Trap. Yeah. That was, to me, was like an unreal album. And we know that because like white pop stars then 
stole his entire idea and we're number one with that mm. Ooh, all the shade wait do you like his new song with ariana uh it's okay okay i okay. feel like discuss. it's not bad mm-hmm. but i'm i he's done better work okay fair do fair. you think that they put that song together because of the controversy yeah, that kind of happened sure. okay because it seems so. like it got a video then it got a single and like yeah. they're like best friends she put it on her on uh, instagram and stuff okay. yeah i feel like that so definitely. you're okay. suggesting that people listen to the two chains album girls love trap Oh, the old album. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Micah, what about you? Mm. Or Pretty Girls Love Trap Music. I'm getting the title wrong. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Pretty. Gr- oh, sorry. I, I no, no, no. It's fine. I'm listening to No Doubt right now. And I'm listening Ooh. to the Rocksteady album and I'm fucking with hella good. Like that... I'm also loving Hey Baby with Bouncy Killer. Like, I'm just underneath it all with Lady... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What is it? Lady Saw? Yeah. Yeah, I just... I'm really liking that. Like, I'm really about... I haven't experimented, like, a lot of, like, No Doubt's earlier sounds, but I'm just really, really rocking with that album this week. And I was also gonna... So, do that. But then that also spins me into, like, Gwen Stefani's solo stuff. I really loved her first two solo albums. Like, um, L.A.M.B., Love Angel Music Baby. Had a bit of Pharrell in there, and he did a good job. He did a good job. And then also her second album, The Sweet Escape. I really like that, too. Like, I just... Pharrell and her did a really good job sonically on that. And I think she was a... She's wicked to, like, experiment new sounds and stuff like that. Um, But, yeah, so I'm in No Doubt's last kind of album. And then Gwen Stefani's two solos. Well, she had later albums, but... Cut. M? Uh, this is so lame, but if anyone knows me from childhood, they know that I used to do musical theater, and so I'm listening to... Sasha, all- if you know M now. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. So I, right now, no joke, for the last three days, I've just been re-listening to the entire soundtrack to Wicked. I don't know if anyone has ever seen oh, that. I've wanted to watch it, but I haven't I love it. Wicked, and it's it's, it's so, 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 so good. Are you one of those individuals who also listen to the Ham- Hamilton Soundtrack? I have okay, can I, but sorry. have not seen it. I no, so I have not listened to the Hamilton soundtrack because I need to see it. But again, if anyone wants to sponsor us, please. <laughs> the tickets to Hamilton are six hundred US dollars. Send to etampo.com. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go so badly. You don't understand. Okay. I refuse to listen to the soundtrack because I want to see it first. But okay. but yes, I've been listening right. to to Wicked. I, I love it. Um. So I've been listening to the the Amala um do, blah, 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 blah. rewind the Amala Deluxe um album by Doja Cat um like it came out last year and I listened to like the Go to Town song and my I was, Megan and I were talking about it and Megan was like yo the album's hype and I was like yeah but like I really like the song and like I don't know if the rest of the album speaks to it and like now fast forward to now I'm like bumping this album over and over again did you listen to the Tia Tamara track yes shout out to Rico Nasty right my twin's big like Tia oh my god so good did you listen to it no but that sounds hard it's about titties so everyone needs to listen everyone's listening to it Uh, Rico Nasty's on it and her verse is so much fun yeah but yeah it's a dope it's a dope album that's the song that goes with the Moo song like yeah. bitch on Macau, bitch on Macau. I really hate yeah. that song. Yeah, I love it so much. Cancel. Okay, just do lot. listen to the rest of the album. Yeah, you need Even to Shonic know was like, Doja to appreciate wait, that Shonic song. Was about it? Yeah, Sean was with the album. He was All like, right, yo, the production, fine. and I was like, yo, that means Micah might like it. Listen to it. It's, yeah, guys, I'm just dope. really keeping my ears for Robin Rihanna fans. Like, I really am. Solange let me down, so I'm just not. You know what? This recovering. Is, this We're is home. Recovery. I would okay. appreciate it if Homework. you listen to it yep. and you come back next week and you let me know how you feel about it. Okay, I can All do right? that for you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. Thank you.
So you guys are doing this intro. Hi, my name's Celeste. Hi, my name's Maya. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, it's Micah. Hi, it's Emily. 